Hey, this is Wes Robinson from Blair Witch, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Turns out hypnosising away your trauma might not be the best way to deal with things. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Fucking demon's still here. <laughs> going to be impractical no remember i was telling you like i kept thinking about every i word instead of in- oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So i was tired of <laughs> like impromptu <laughs> what are these movies called that we watched Integrity <laughs> uh we are talking about the insidious series of films yes. we're going to be talking about them in order of uh, of t- chronological order of chrono- chronological order in their universe. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about chapter three first and uh, the last key all at the same time, and then yes. this is there's the two prequels. Um, Insidious Chapter 3 is a 2015 supernatural horror film written and directed by Lee Wannell in his first directorial debut. The film is a prequel to the first two films and the third installment in the Insidious franchise. It stars Dem- Dermot Mullenroy, Stephanie Scott with Angus, Samson Winnell, and Lynn Shea reprising the roles in the previous films. Um, Insidious The Last Key is a 2018 American supernatural horror film directed by Adam Rubitel and written by Lee Wannell. It's produced by Jason Bloom, Oren Pelly, and James Wan. It's the fourth installment in the Insidious franchise and the second in the chronology of the story running through the series, starring Lynn Shea, Angus Sampson, Lee Wannell, Spencer Locke, Caitlin Gerard, and Bruce Davison. The film follows parapsychologist Elise Rayner as she investigates a haunting in her childhood home. Yes, there are five of these bitches. There are five, and we will talk about all of them. It's weird that they gave a first-time director like the third movie in a successful franchise. You would think that like that wouldn't be like your first gig. So I never understand, like, because I guess I'm, I don't know Hollywood does shit. Maybe that's normal. Well, but I'm also assuming he's done other stuff. Like maybe not direct a whole film. Maybe this is his first time doing that as a as a big time thing. But I'm sure he's done, you know, other producer stuff. Maybe commercials, TV, uh, yeah. I, and he might have worked. I don't know what they call other producers who aren't the main producer. Maybe he's worked on. You know what I mean? So this might not be his like first first foray. Yeah. But um. So we'll have to talk about these. I was I was ready to talk about them in a different order. So. Uh. Um, uh, remind me the third one. The demonologist Lou Ray least reluctantly agrees yeah. to contact the spirit the of Quinn's mother. Third one is about the chick who uh, wants to become like an actress, and her mom's dead, and it's like her and her dad, yes. and her little brother. She gets hit by the car. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she okay. gets that like side blast by the car out of nowhere. <laughs> that was pretty totally, jarring. <laughs> pretty sure would have murked her. But. <laughs> She lived with merely two broken legs. I'm sure broken other things too, but probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So broken we get dreams, this. This was the story more of uh, of the psych of the the what do they call it? The psychologist, the the demonologist. What's the, I don't know what they call uh, that person. The I guess she's a psychic. The psychic, psychic medium. There you go. And yeah, this is her like. 
this is, we're getting to know how she. Well, at, at this point in her career, she has abandoned the she's uh, retired. Yeah, she's she's retired, but she is compelled to pick up the Ouija once again. <laughs> she doesn't use a Ouija board. <laughs> So the we you find out later that Elise Elise Rayner that's the sec, the the medium's name you find out that the reason she's retired and put herself into retirement is because the more and more she's gone into the further which is what they call the space where all the demons and stuff live that she's being hunted and and wants to be murdered by something so she just stopped doing it yeah, there, there's one ghost that was like you done come to my house too many times bitch <laughs> and so she just she's done like and uh she quit the profession i guess is what you would call it yeah um and this lady this younger girl who is also having dreams and being haunted uh seek, seeked her out su- sucked her out seeked her out um, visited <laughs> upon her to yeah, try and get her to come back into the game. Correct. That is how the the story starts out. She thinks that her mom is trying to talk to her, and because she's white-ish, that's clearly something she wants. Right. I love my mom, but once she stays dead, if I start hearing her voice, I'm <laughs> exorcist immediately for me. So. <laughs> I don't understand like people's need to do that. Like, I want to talk to. Bitch, you had all that time. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I like, I believe in the afterlife and all that stuff, but I just, I don't. I, I would assume that that they're like this. The demons are, or that ghosts are probably bad, uh, in yeah. my opinion, and that like my mom probably has better things to do in her otherworldly life than to come so. visit my fucking ass, you know. And so I'd be like, yeah, nah, I'm, I have no interest in talking to you. <laughs> Yeah. You're not my mom, Satan. Thing pretending, thing pretending to be my mama. <laughs> so I agree with you. I don't I, I have no I What have, was my favorite food as a child, demon? <laughs> I have no interest in said said things. Wrong. I liked all of it. <laughs> I have no favorite. I'm a yeah. guy. <laughs> I enjoyed all the Mexican staples <laughs> equally. So what did you think? What did you think of this one before we delve into the plot line of the next one? Um, I'm a pretty big fan of this one. I'm a decent fan of this whole series, actually. Me too. I think the way that it has kind of a unique ghost-like perspective, uh-huh. this whole like secret ghost world where ghosts are just doing fucked up shit all the time. Like I don't. It seems like if you're like okay and like you move on that's the good thing right but if you don't move on you become this like crazy fuck (laughs) like redoing your shit that you shouldn't have done in the ghost world (laughs) and then there's also random demons in there um and this one has like one of the more horrifying ghosts that thing with that with the respirator yeah the 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 non-breather the no-breather i don't remember what they call him but yeah yeah i i honestly liked it quite a bit i like the Getting to see her like beginning story, like how she came into. I wish they would have kept that like fucking crazy ass. Does she use that crazy ass mask in this one? I think she does. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. I think it is this one. It's like I, the black mask, the f- and she whispers, and the guy like sketches or writes. No, no you're right. They're not there yet. Yeah, like, she hasn't found them yet. Yeah, you're correct. 
But they should have had that in every, all of them. <laughs> she has like a straight up like Sandman mask. Like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, you get the atypical. Like I don't know why this is in every like psychic or horror movie ever where like a psychic shows up and like crazy shit is fucking happening. Right. Obviously. But the dad's always like, I can't take this fake shit. <laughs> you got to get out. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> like, it's not like shit hasn't been, like, going insane. Like, it's at a certain a scam. point. Yeah. I don't care if it is a scam. It's like, if shit's popping off ghost-like, it's like, take the money. Like, <laughs> if it doesn't work, I'm going to kill what do you, you. Yeah, what do you lose from trying, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe your soul. Yeah, you lose some money, potentially, <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> You can't keep it if you're dead in the ghost world. So I'm going to give it a shot. So I like this one because it's a – so and I'll I'll probably touch on it on some of the other ones as well but – or on the fifth one because I I actually think that they did these series really well. Like there's five movies. So the the probability of this getting stale – uh, if you, all you do is focus on the two, on the one main family, the the two, the dad and the kid, gets goes higher and higher. The probability of that getting old is is high with five movies. But they did two, and then they broke it up with another two that have very little to do with the other people. And she's an interesting character because we get to learn the beginnings of the medium and their their threesome team. And so that's why I really like these two because it broke up the monotony. Even though I I like the first two and I like the last one, um, it it gives you something else in the universe to talk about while you're still learning what's – you know, it still connects to the other two because you get to learn where she – how she met this other family from the first two movies. But we, we grow with Elise, and I like that a lot about this movie and what's interesting is like this first movie is actually happening i'm so bad with character names but it's happening before the dad character from the josh. first movies yeah josh Bef- and dalton are the two main he guys gets helped as a child right so this is like crazy in the past right so we don't even know if like I mean, I, I think they're done, but if they decided to make, like, a sixth movie, maybe, like, this girl comes back into play as an adult. Like, you could tie it in a whole bunch of ways right. the way they did it. So I agree. Like, I think they took a unique path, especially with the fact that, like, this bitch dies in the first movie, but she's in every fucking film. <laughs> I feel like the movies are almost about her. <laughs> and that, and that's cool. Like, I, I, I like that a lot. It's... it's uh, I don't know if he intentionally did it, whoever wrote it, and they intentionally were like, you know, we've got five movies in us. We know how each one of them are going to go. But they touch base. They do what Fast and Furious is trying to do now. You know what I mean? They retcon older movies with things that have been said to make prequels or to expand the universe. But this feels way more fluid to me. It's definitely done better. So it's it's not jarring. You you go oh fuck like that makes sense. Well, that it did it was weird as fuck in the first movie, but they tied it together in the third movie, and it makes sense. So I, I like that a lot about this movie. I like these prequels, man. I'm I'm a f- I d- I've never seen any of these movies. Oh yeah. So I was a fan of watching them all uh, the first time. So you, had, you hadn't even seen the first. <laughs> no, one? never. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, I own all of these. As soon as the red door came out, I was like, dope. Um. The first one, I, I think, is actually, like, a truly, like, it's 
a scary movie. Like, right. I'm not saying it scared me, but like it has good scary elements for sure. And it does have some creepy ass parts. So I followed it ever since then. I've been a pretty big fan of this of this world. Yeah, I never I, I've always seen it. Uh like, characters dope, so again, I, I'm a horror fan, but I yeah, I just never I never paid attention to this. I don't know why. But I was a big fan. Um at the end of this one so the I don't remember why the thing is following her. Um the the non breather thing, but he's trying to get her to kill herself to join her mom, I believe, is what how the this movie ends. It's it's how he's tricking her. Correct. But yeah, he's just he's basically just it seems like he's just this fucked up ghost that's trying to capture souls inside of this uh like ho well, this apartment building. Right, right. Like he's trying to keep him there in the further with him. Um and then you get the what do they call themselves? They come in. Oh fuck! I don't know what the two brothers call themselves at the at the any at the beginning. If you've ever watched Supernatural, though, they're a lot like the Ghost Facers to me. Ghost, Ghost Face. <laughs> they're, they're like very similar. God, what are they called? I don't. I don't know what their team is called, but they're it's Specs and Tucker. Yeah, there's the two dudes. Um. So the so the I think the dad hires them first. Yes, because the and, son be, watches their YouTube videos. Right. But it turns out they're kind of just charlatans. And then they show up, you know, not expecting shit to go re- <laughs> go awry. <laughs> and shit goes awry. <laughs> Which is crazy. I mean, that's a... I, I guess I don't know what you do. I, I, I don't know that they're fully charlatans. I just don't know that they no, have like ever they, really encountered anything. Yeah, it seems like they believe they just haven't... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it seems like they've portrayed the fact like that they have that they're like we've taken care of this kind of shit. <laughs> right, right. And it's the like, no, they have not. The it was a kid I think that walked through the hallway and it freaked the, the fucking dudes out. Yeah. Um, but so they get hired to come in, take care of it. They obviously don't. But as the dad is calling them frauds and telling them to leave, Elise shows up and she says stay. And so that that kind of they haven't cemented it yet. They don't cement it until the end of the movie, but that kind of cements the team together that you see from the first and the second film. Um, but you, she goes into the further to find uh, the, the lady, the young kid whose name I don't remember. Um, and like I said earlier, the ghost is trying to trick her to kill herself. She's posing as her, the mother. Um, yeah, well she, and then she tries to get Elise to kill herself by posing as the dad, the, her, her husband. husband. Yeah, 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 and she's just like, my husband would never do that, and she fucking like stabs him, I think, in the face. Yeah, I don't know. I remember exactly what she does, but she she gets him the fuck out. Of there. <laughs> and then that she bitch comes and tries to choke her. She's like, not today, bitch. <laughs> this ends essentially with the girl realizing that she's in control of her own destiny. She rips the mask off of this no breather ghost thing. And then it essentially dies. Yeah. Which is also exactly like an episode of supernatural. I think this, (laughs) they stole this whole third movie might've been stolen from supernatural. (laughs) That happened to supernatural. Exactly. Uh, and then the young girl lives happily ever after. As far as we know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So who knows? I Can don't you imagine know. her doctors. 
I can't. I think every, all, every doctor thinks every one of these people are probably crazy. No, but she gets like hit by a car and like obviously incredibly fucked up, double casts on the leg, <laughs> and then like they have to come back because she keeps getting thrown around by this ghost. They're like putting her in a neck brace and shit. And they're like, "What? Stop beating your ass!" <laughs> and then the ghost takes her over and she kicks off both of her cast. And then oh, buddy, that in. scene was crazy. That is a fucked up scene. <laughs> But then you, once the ghost is gone, she's going to have to go back to the hospital. The doctor's going to be like, what the fuck is a matter? Ah, my legs are so much worse. <laughs> How did you get them both off? There was a ghost. There was no ghost. Yeah, that was a crazy scene. She kicks both of her leg casts off. and, the, and Against the, the bedposts. Like, yeah. Smashes them off. <laughs> like a TIE fighter. Yeah. And she's walking, and her bones are, like, cracking as yeah, she's walking for her. It's a pretty up. crazy scene. Yeah, you know those legs were worse off than when they started. <laughs> but, yeah, we didn't. We don't see this family, as far as I know, we don't see this family anymore after this third film. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think there was a mention of it in the first two films. So, uh, like you said, this film could theoretically tie in later in the, in the if series they if they to, continue yeah. to. Um, if they continue on, like, a saw trajectory. I'm assuming that will depend on how well the red door does, and as far as box office. Goes. <laughs> uh, I just closed the screen, so I don't know about the box office for the other one. But Insidious: The Last Key is the next prequel. Um, it was made for ten million dollars. It grossed 167 million. This is a low fucking budget movie. I mean, it seems not much going on. Although the last key had the most, I thought effects. But I mean, it's still like it's a big tentpole movie at this point it's the fourth movie in a giant series you'd think they would be putting more money into it third. which they don't need to is it the third but or the fourth it's the last key come before the fourth yeah, no this is the fourth this no. is the fourth movie oh they didn't make this third no it's first second third chapter then the last key then the red yeah, door that was some convoluted shit they were like <laughs> first second prequel now we're gonna prequel to prequel <laughs> it's no 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 i don't oh this is but this is like a prequel sequel to the prequel though because it's both it's because she goes as an older this is comes after the prequel is the main line because she goes back to find her brother and everything but it discusses her as a child so it's a prequel to the prequel and a sequel at the same time to the prequel i don't know what it is but it's the first movie (laughs) in the viewing order of the incredibles kind of kind of it it kind of is because this is a this is a two-timelined movie so the third chapter really is the first Unless you're going to stop the film and go back and forth 70 times, this is really the second prequel. No, I was thinking that they made this movie third, and then they made the last key fourth. But This is the last key. That's what I'm talking about. No, we're not talking about the last key. This is just Insidious number three. No, no, no. I I moved on from Insidious number three. I moved on. I closed the book on on chapter three. You're correct, though. Chapter three is the first prequel, and then Insidious: The Last Key is the four, the second prequel. But it does delve before the first prequel. It's fucking weird. All delves all. <laughs> So I figured we were done talking about the third movie. I didn't know. <laughs> well, they lived happily ever after. We think in that last one. I don't. The, that far, family just is, as far as we are aware. Correct. And then that's at the end of that movie. I should say is right when we get introduced to the con to the uh, Josh that she needs to go help him as a boy. Is that his name? Yes. The husband. Yes. Because he has a ghost that is 
wouldn't that scare the fucking shit out of you as a mom if every time you took a picture of your son, there was a creepy ass bride ghost that was getting closer and closer to him in the photos? Dude, and no priests are summoned in any of these movies. <laughs> they don't need an exorcist yet. I would fucking have one. Out <laughs> I'd give me an old priest, a young priest, a Jew priest. The older medium. Yeah. I'd give me a voodoo witch doctor. I do like that The like at the end of most of these movies, you see some kind of something. You know what I mean? Some kind of, I don't know if... They they're following in Marvel's footsteps or what's going on, but like she has a dream of the of the red demon in one of them. Like there they're there's a lot of little scenes, cool. But they're like they're right at the end and they right. tie you to the next movie, or in this case to the movie that comes after. <laughs> Wait, that comes after the next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because we got a prequel it once again. <laughs> so Insidious: The Last Key, uh, like we just talked about, uh, comes after Insidious Chapter Three. It may, was made for ten million, gross one hundred and sixty-eight billion. So it's it fucking was wildly popular as far as money goes. <clears throat> um, the, this is like we talked about, all about Elise again, um, and it is her story of why she left her family, why she does what she does. We get sneak peeks of her as a child, and we get sneak peeks of her and her newly formed team of the trio. Getting your ass kicked because you're psychic. <laughs> I, I mean, it's hard to really imagine getting my ass kicked just anyways, but... It's not that hard for me. I got my ass kicked several times. <laughs> but I don't, not to this extent. I, mean, I never got like chained in a basement. It's the fifties, bro. Like they don't believe in ghosts and and I I assume that they believe like, hey, shut the fuck up. They're gonna send you to a mental hospital or something if that's you don't what stop I would, it. That's what I would think. <laughs> not like you're not gonna see ghosts under my roof. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you be psyched? Psychic or mentally disturbed <laughs> in these premises. <laughs> Better find somewhere else to be retarded. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but That's basically what this movie is saying. Essentially, that, that. her all of the timeline when she's a child is about her abusive father. We learn more, uh, more and more about him as the movie goes on, but it's generally, genuinely about her abusive father. Well, it kind of found um, out later that he's not. He wasn't really correct. It wasn't that wasn't his fault. Correct. He was still abusive, but it wasn't totally him. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> um, but so she finds. A key, she opens the door to her first demon, as far as I can tell. The demon possesses her and kills her mom. Yes. Um, and that's how, I think that's really what started the, which is weird. I don't know if it because possessed her as a child. I think it did. I think it was like a, a, a very, once the dad comes down and sees everything, it kind of releases, it seems like I to me. I thought the thing just kind of came down and wrapped around her throat and like hung her. But the daughter was like suspended. She couldn't move. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was fucking her up. Yeah. And maybe it didn't possess her, I guess. I so, know, some I semantic argument, I guess it could be. I don't be. think it, like, defined whether it did or not, but right. it was definitely doing something to her. Which is weird, because you would think at that point that that... Again, we're talking about a weird timeline, so we're going to talk about this in the red door a little bit more. But you would think the dad is already possessed, but that could be the release demon that she just released. Yeah. So, because if the dad's already possessed, he comes down to find another demon that's possessing his daughter and killing his wife, and it's a weird thing. I would think that the demon's already there at this point. And in the dad? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, like, because she's been terrified this whole time of everything. 
So I think that the demon's already there, or ghosts at least are bad shit. And then you get out, there's this ghost demon with like a key for a fucking. <laughs> this is a creepy ass design for a demon. She can't even scream. It kind of reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of Guillermo del Toro's movie. Yeah. The the weird creature in the, I can't remember Hands the name. There, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that was definitely before this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The one that had uh, eyeballs for hands. Yeah. They look a little. similar. This came out in eighteen. That came out a long time ago. Yeah. They so. look a little similar. They're definitely different. But well, yeah, it just kind of gives me the remind. Okay, yeah, yeah. gives me the feeling. But um, that's that's really the we we get a lot of her as a young being kind of abused and. Uh, you know, the dad just treats him like shit ever since the yeah, mom yeah. died. Um, and it, it, the movie really feels like her visiting her past and kind of trying to put it to rest. Yeah. Would you, would you think about this last key? The last key I think is my favorite one of all the movies. It's just cool to see like all the, like the back and forth of the timeline. Um, you have all of the best characters are still in this movie. It's odd because the first movie, like, the family's not really my favorite characters of the film. <laughs> it's definitely, like, the ghost hunting team in the least. <laughs> uh, so you get to see her backstory, how she grew up, how, you know, that one girl that she saw that she thought was a ghost that was, like, the final straw was actually alive and the dad right. was killing people. And then this new guy that's in her house is being affected by the same demon and now he's trying to kill chicks the same way. Right. So it's all... Oh, that dude gets fucking brutally murdered, too. <laughs> Drops that heavy-ass bookcase on his head. <laughs> that bookcase is, like, flat on the ground. Dude. That thing... It just pops it. Pops yeah, his head. Pops his head. <laughs> clean off. Or smushed it clean flat, one of the two. Um, but yeah, this one, is, I think, is my favorite one. And you could watch this one alone without seeing any of the other ones, too. I don't think you need to see any of the movies. I think only the one, two, and the red door would not make sense. Two, the red door would not. Make I agree sense with you. The first one, but the two prequels you could just watch if you haven't seen them. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I and I think that's what makes a good prequel is it doesn't really rely on the others as much. Even though it has some like hints as to what's coming, it's like you don't need to have seen them. Yeah, yeah, I can get ba- I can get behind that. So yeah, I thought it was I thought it was super super well done. She. You know, goes down there, saves the soon-to-be-murdered chick. Yes. They, they mur- found a secret yes. room in this room. in this inner old home. They murder the guy who's going to kill her, and then the movie's not over at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then her niece gets taken by the demon. Yes. The, demon, the thing it does with the key to the neck to, like, turn off your screaming is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool though. I, I I like I like these I like that it's not it's it they're innovating on these weird demon ghost things and it seems like this red faced ghost or maybe the fucking bride ghosts are the two like main boss ghosts. Um and I think this is a demon. Or de- whatever you want a yeah, yeah. demon's ghost. I don't fucking know what the differences are personally, but uh she kind of explains in the first one that the demons are like the the things that have never been alive. Oh, maybe like the, I didn't see that. Hear that part? Like, they're the crazy, they're like the ones that you really don't want to get loose. That's what the red faced uh, one is. In the gotcha! Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the ghosts are just 
also not good, but <laughs> not as bad. <laughs> so they are like boss levels. Yeah, yeah. It feels like these two, but um, yeah, I mean, again, they find suitcases. Like you said earlier, they they come to realize that. Um, the people, the two men who have lived in this home have been possessed by this demon. They've been kidnapping girls the whole lives. And the key faced, uh, the key demon has fed off of the hatred from the women that have been possessed or that have been kidnapped. I mean, um, and all of these women have died. So she, I don't know. I don't know if that makes the family dynamic any better. I don't know if you forgive your dad after you find out he's been, he was possessed his whole life. (laughs) Like, <laughs> I know. Once I know that there's a demon involved, I'm a little more forgiving. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it doesn't make the pain of all the ass whippings go away. <laughs> Being like locked in a basement, but it definitely can be like, all ah, right. Who knows if it's only been like that long too? It could have been going back generations. Right. Right. Forever. True. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um. But yeah, they they vanquished the key demon. Um, he tries to possess Elise, but she blows the whistle and that has Audrey spirit, who is the girl who was, uh, who she saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Her mom ends up coming in, giving it like the boot and flies off into the darkness. This movie is mainly about moms, dead moms saving their children in the ghost world. (laughs) Both of the prequels pretty much in that way. And then uh, Melissa's spirit goes back to her body, and Elise's as well. They make amends with her mom's spirit, um, and they go back to the real world, man. Yeah. yeah, everything's right in the world again. It seems like Elise has closed the door on her past demons, except uh, her metaphorical past demons, not yeah. the demon that's haunting her. Uh, <laughs> but she, it seems like she's forgiven her mother and her father at this point in time and is ready to move forward with her new team. That's what it felt like. And at this point, she's just like, fuck the retirement thing pretty much indefinitely, and she's still doing it all. Yes. And this happens... Oh, yeah. They could really easily do one more prequel where she's helping Josh as a a kid. Because right now she has helped Josh get over his childhood issues, but we didn't see that. Correct. But that was the setup from the other movie. Correct. And then... Now she's back to deal with her own bullshit. And yeah. Yeah, you didn't get a ton. I, I did think I was going to get a lot more Josh in this. But yeah, you don't get you don't get a lot of it. It kind of is around the surface, but uh, it, there's not a ton there. Um, you get it more in the next couple. Uh, obviously, the next three. Um, but he's actually in those ones. <laughs> in a nutshell, that's Insidious Chapter Three and the and Chapter Four. I guess technically the the last key. Um, it's but number a, it, one, two, and watching order. Correct. So it's the prequels to one and two, the first and second chapter. But it is the story of Elise, how she grew up, how she is, who she is, how the team that you see in the first movie is uh, has come together to fight demons, um, and it, like you said, they're. They're, they might be some of the they're probably the two better staples of the movies I like them the most Yeah, I think it's definitely these two and number one I think number three and number one are like pretty close to me and then this one is the, the best one in my opinion Nice, it's the most interesting 
Well, go check it out. We're like I said, we're talking about all of the Insidious. Yes. Um, so go watch it. Go let us know what you think. Uh, this was chapter three and chapter four. Uh, we'll be talking about one and two next. Um, maybe maybe just one actually. I don't remember how many freaking episodes we do anymore, but maybe just one. Who knows? But uh, we'll catch you guys later. Totlb.com. We're almost at 500 episodes. Uh, we'll be into 500 episodes by the time you listen to this. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, making changes, I believe. Uh, soon. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm going to release a ton of interviews before the 500th episode comes out, so that we can uh, finalize some of those changes. Maybe. Different, maybe you heard a different intro or something like that as you're listening to this episode, but we'll see. All right. Thank you guys for everything. TOTLB.com, YouTube.com. We're on the TikToks. We're on the Instas. We're everywhere. All right. Go check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, until next time, I've been one. Until next time, I've been doing <laughs> We'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with your hosts, Doyle and Juan. To catch all the latest from us, visit our website at TOTLB.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outside Long Box, TikTok at TOTLB Podcast, and Thinking Outside the Long Box on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review, and consider a Patreon membership. Thanks for listening.